Welcome back to Astrological Intentions. I'm Alex, your host, and my mother, Sandy, the astrologer. Hi, Sandy here. She is going to be taking us through this week's most important astrological transits. So we're talking about the sun moving into Virgo. It's just at the last day and a half of Leo, so say goodbye to that, because Wednesday the 22nd, uh, late in the evening, it will move into Virgo. And then we have, on Saturday, the, the sun in trying to both... Uranus da, 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 and a Saturn. Trine. It's a grand trine in Earth. And then Monday morning, the 27th of August, Mars stations to move direct. Finally. Finally. Um, and then we talk about the talisman that I made last week and the two talismans that are coming up for this week and the rituals and ceremonies that you can do around that. So you're going to want your pen and paper for that so that you can write this down. Also, Mercury retrograde really gave us the one-two. So we want to discuss what just happened during our Mercury retrograde. So stay tuned. We're going to go through this a little bit. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Let's begin with the first one. So we're in our final two days of Sun and Leo. And we're about to move into late Wednesday night on August 22nd. We're moving into the sign of Virgo. Sun in Virgo. So all of our Virgo people. Right. It's a mutable earth sign. So this is you know a place where we get to use our critical eye, where we get to be in service to others. Um, we get to u- use our analytical um, processes. Uh, we are discerning. This is organization and a regular routine, which is always interesting to me because I always get this feeling of, okay, you know, you and I were kind of like doing some cleaning earlier because it's time a time to start this organization, mm-hmm. putting things into order, uh, going into a regular routine. Yeah. And that's always the season of school, whether we're in elementary school, middle school, or in college, it's always the season that begins this regular routine. So, you know, we'll, we'll welcome it in. You know, it's been an interesting summer with, you know, two of the personal planets in retrograde. And um, isn't also Virgo the harvester? It is. So it's the, the virgin that has these big bundles of wheat where she it has the discerning eye of what is good Yes. harvest and what's bad so kind of sifting through and being and using that critical eye to decipher what is good what is bad what what I'm keeping mm-hmm. what I'm leaving behind right what is good for me you mm-hmm. know because it Virgo also has to do with what um, health is issues. So what what we're putting into our body, the things that we're doing on a regular basis um, that equate to, you know, optimal health. So that's also, you know, a vision that's coming in here. We're on Tuesday right now, August 21st, and this comes in uh, late tomorrow night um, on the 22nd. At what time? 11.09 p.m. And this is central time. We're in Chicago now. 
the other thing I want to talk about is the sun trines Uranus. Now, this is you know, it's a trine. It's 120 degrees. So it's a very beautiful time to shine through change because sun is our warmth, our our light, our primary essence. You know, in essence, it's our ego is easily um, assimilated with this planet of Uranus who likes change. So we get to we we get to allow and we ask the sun for support to help us through this uh, time change of these times of change. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is happening on Saturday. And so this is a grand earth trine. Um, because it's also trining Saturn. And, you know, Saturn is the planet of limitations, restrictions, detours, delays. However, it gives us really good grounding. It, it's always asked us for a foundation, mm-hmm. a stability. And, you know, it's in its own sign of Capricorn. You know, yes, it's in retrograde. We have till the first week in September. So we'll hold that conversation when Saturn starts moving forward about September 6th. But, you know, here in this grand, this grand trine means that there are three planets that are in equal parts of 120 degrees, 120 degrees, and 120 degrees. And if you think that a circle, the horoscope, is 360 degrees, mm-hmm. that we've got these perfectly placed three planets, the Sun, Uranus, and Saturn, in this like pyramid. In the three Earth signs. Yeah, in the three Earth signs. So, you know, here we can ask for stability. It's a time to be grounded. Um and this is happens on Saturday, the 25th. And you said Saturn was in Capricorn. Yes. And tell me where the other planets are. So Uranus sign? is in Taurus, mm-hmm. the other Earth sign. And then the sun, you know, because we just talked about it moving into Virgo. Mm-hmm. So these are all early degrees. These hit at two degrees of each of the Earth signs. So, you know, so I I really do see a huge blend between all of these transits of just getting grounded, getting getting to a level basis, a balanced basis where we can create change that is going to serve us. Yeah, right. It will serve us. So we will ask and allow the support for the changing times. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the last time we had just the the sun in a trine to to Saturn was back at end of April, April 29th. And that's when the sun was in Taurus. But we won't get this again this year. This is, this, this, this sun comes around, you know, obviously once a year. So we get this sun trine Uranus once a year. We get sun trine Saturn. And actually we get it twice a year because it, moving into an applying trine right. mm-hmm. or a separating trine. and But the, the Saturn-Uranus, uh-uh. We do not get that once a year. In fact, that's very infrequent that we get that blend of Saturn, the stable restriction, and Uranus, the let's go for change that can cause some you know chaotic 
unexpected sudden change. So, so a lot of you know, I, I often disagreement use, <laughs> there between the planets. You know, I often use the metaphor of you know flying a kite. And we've all done that in our lives where we've been the, you know, the anchor on the ground, right? We've got our feet planted on the ground. We're holding the string and the wind is taking the kite, whipping it right into Mm -hmm. the air, sometimes down like it's going (laughs) to crash down. We hope there's wind, right? And um, and that kind of looks like, you know, the freedom to go be the change, you know, to allow currents to take us in certain different ways for that freedom and the change that we we want. But then there's Saturn holding the the string and will only allow us to go so far. Hmm. And I even heard you say certain different ways, which is also a very Saturn and Uranus (laughs) way to explain that. Right. Good, good call. Yeah. Certain right saturn certain is saturn yeah and Different. saturn has a yeah. lot of of those hard t yeah. bits to it um yeah. and also uranus just being being the change being the different being yeah. the thing that's flying in the air and you're not really sure how cuz you can't really see it right in fact when we talk about talisman making this is certainly one of the ones i've picked for this um week that we'll be talking about. But let's talk about the next thing. I mean, I think, are we all ready to have Mars station direct? Yes, and Mercury. Oh my gosh. It's been, it's been a rough one. Well, Mercury <laughs> we talked last week about because, yes, Mercury went direct on the 19th um, just two days two ago. Days ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a little slow, you know, once it has to, you know, move fast, to make the turn. You know, where it slows stations, where it makes the turn, and now it starts, you know, it has to pick up speed. It doesn't go, what's it, zero to 60? Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't go that fast. So it needs a little bit of a a momentum gathering, and it's certainly starting to gather momentum now. So, yeah, so the Mercury is moving forward, and then on the 27th, which is in six days from now, um, our lovely Mars, which we're not used to going retrograde. Right, every two years. Yeah, every two years for two months. And it got us the entire summer from the end of June to the end of August. So, you know. It's kind of been one of those. Whew, energy is um, limited. Draining summers. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it does lucky us um, for any of the Capricorns. It does station direct at 28 degrees of Capricorn. So anyone that has a birthday January 28th, the 27th, 28th, 29th, this Mars has a large effect on you because it's stationing, it's slowing down and staying there for a few days right on your sun. And I want to bring that up, as I mentioned to several uh, of the people that are listening, that, you know, I'll bring in a birth date every now and then mm-hmm. um, to see if you know anyone that has this birth date, if maybe it's you or a family member. And whether it's for the ill or for good, we'll talk about what that energy is. And Mars being one of the malefics, we have to be careful with Mars. 
You know, so we we get this Mars sense of we get to start to move forward again. We get to develop a two year plan. That's our topic next week about our uh, two year plan. Mm-hmm. But the birthday time that January twenty eighth and right around there, it's just um, a time to be aware and to be careful of this extra dose of energy because this wants to give it give you f- more physical energy. However, it also wants to give you more ego-driven energy. So we want to use this effectively and efficiently because it's very useful if we do that for a planned purpose. If not, we may derive the malefic attitude of Mars, which are, you know, anger, fights, accidents, Mm -hmm. things that you're not paying attention to, because if you're not using the energy properly, that the energy will use you. So I just bring that to the attention of so those exerted birthdays. in healthy ways, exerted in in a one kind of linear focused way. Well, t- true, because it's in Capricorn, which is you know that Earth cardinal sign, and Capricorn does naturally rule the tenth house of career. So to do something in the work arena, something in the career, c- pulling up a plan uh, that is has action um, orientation to it. Does that make sense, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then we still have our Venus in beautiful Libra. I want to bring that to mention because (laughs) we should. We like it when she's there. Speak loving thoughts to all of your family, friends, maybe some coworkers that you like. So let's talk about the, the talisman. You know what? Let's talk about what a talisman is. Oh yeah, have we have we discussed that yet? <laughs> well, you know, I've been, I think I we make them everyone all the time. should know what it means <laughs> because it's certainly a word that we have heard. Maybe know the context, maybe not. I once saw a beautiful yacht um, that had on the back of it my talisman, oh, that's and I awesome. should have taken a picture of it because, you know what. Uh, um, as long as that boat was made at a certain time for a definite <laughs> reason by a spirited creator to stay afloat, <laughs> God love that buoyancy that owner. But a talisman is a personal art object. It needs to be made at a certain time for a definite reason by a creator. Now the talisman I make are made of clay. It's a polymer clay. I've been a Mila Fiore artist for 29 years. And that is my, uh, that was my second career. I'm now in my third career of making astrological talisman. So, Alex, you had an interesting comment about talisman. I did, yeah. I I, um, researched a little bit of the etymology of the word talisman. And basically, um, in ancient Greek, it meant um, telesma. I could be pronouncing this wrong, but it means the completion or the religious rite. And ultimately, it's about kind of creating something in a completed form that has to do with what we intend for ourselves. And in this like kind of very symbolic way where, um, and even it, when I was doing the research, there was a part in it that said, whoever is the talisman 
creator needs to be very aware of both symbolism as well as planetary alignment. And I just found that so interesting that this is such an ancient wisdom. It really is a, well, so is Millefiori that you and I mm-hmm. have been doing in our she beads, he beads business. Um, I always like to say that we use three ancient wisdoms. One being astrology, two being Millefiori, which Millefiori means a thousand flowers. It's originally was first created in ancient Roman times for Uh, the creation of vases and beautiful pottery and jewelry and usually made with glass. And um, that's how we make our beads. And then the third has been talisman use where Mm -hmm. that's, you know, any of our clients that pick up a talisman, that is then what they're using is this talismanic energy. Yeah, a tool. It's an aid. tool. Mm -hmm. It's a tool and an aid. So that's what a talisman is. And I have, whether I have uh, known this from a past life when I've done this work in the past, but just it's, a, it's, it's an energy that you, I use planetary alignment. It's true. Check, check. <laughs> um, and I use my hands. And maybe we'll talk one day about, um, I'll bring on um, one of the, my astrologers, um, that has done some readings for me that talks about the magic that my 29 degree Pisces uh, sun uh, possesses, which I didn't know it until, you know, in the last eight years that I had. Um, I, I chose a time to be born when I had this 29 degree Pisces energy um, and to use that in healing artistic ways. Um, so maybe we'll we'll talk more about our charts here and there. Yeah, um, kind of uh, we'll sprinkle pepper, it in, peppering it, it we'll in, glitter it in. Yes. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the talismans that either the one you I did made last week. Well, the, I talked about it last week. It was on Thursday, August sixteenth, and I started at. Uh, I made three bracelets. I was able to get this ascendant of Sagittarius on all three bracelets. So I started at 2.24 p.m. and I was done by 4.35. So this time frame, I took the energy of the Jupiter in a, a trine, exact trine to Neptune. Now, Jupiter was the ruler of the chart. Jupiter was in the 12th house where it likes to, it's the ancient ruler of the 12th and it is now moving forward and that was to have the courage to trade, excuse me, (laughs) the courage to chase a dream. The affirmation, this is the prayer, the affirmation is the prayer that you say to yourself about yourself that is true whether it is or not, the idea is to tell yourself a new link in a new story. And this story is, I recognize this flash of insight or intuition that confirms I'm on the right path. The pieces are falling into place. So that was the talisman I gave you last week. And I did, I completed three of them. So um, one is already sold. So that, that, that woman, that client is off and running to chase her dream. Exciting. Yeah. That's wonderful. 
So here's the two that are coming up this week. And, you know, I want to talk about if I'm making a talisman during these times is as I give you these dates, times and planetary alignments and an intention, which is the goal and the affirmation, which is the prayer or the mantra. You can use these. You can use these, but maybe you do a ceremony. You do a ritual at this exact moment. Um, Put it in your calendar. Set your alarm. You may need your alarm for this next one. Yeah. And even if ritual (laughs) is kind of, you know, too intimidating for you, even just a meditation, kind of sit in silence and harness that energy that you have. Right. I mean, you could do this. I'll be given at least one a week. This week, I'm given two. So the first time I've got, I am using this, the sun, trine Uranus, trine Saturn with the moon in a, what's considered a kite pattern. So it's a grand trine. So it looks like a triangle, Mm -hmm. but the moon is sextile to Uranus and Saturn. So it looks like that kite Interesting that I talked about a kite five <laughs> minutes ago, um, and at, at this this the pinnacle of the kite is the moon. At here's the chart right here is at two degrees, which is conjunct the royal star formaldehyde. So this is a really big, really really big uh, time. This is Sunday, August twenty sixth. I will be, we both will be in mm-hmm. Mount Tremblant. Am I saying that right? <laughs> I think so. Mount Tremblant, <laughs> we'll find out. Canada, um, just north of Montreal. And this, my time is at 5.55 a.m. This is Eastern, Eastern time. So here in Chicago, that would be 6.55 a.m. So, Good morning. Yeah. And that's on a Sunday, so set your alarm. But here's the intention, to build a dream come true. The affirmation, I finally am able to formulate my inspired idea. This is something that I have visioned over and over again. It is happening in real life now. Right? Quote, unquote. (laughs) Um, So use this energy. You know, the moon's going to move pretty fast. And we are using the ascendant um, of Leo. So because it puts the sun within a five degree um, aspect to the rising sign. So even though the sun is, is in Virgo, we're still using the rulership of Leo. Because what rules Leo? The sun. Da, 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 da. We brought it back to Astrology yeah. 101 because that was a little bit more involved. <laughs> but all of our listeners, you're going to get this. You're going to get it. The next one I've chosen that I'll be working on, and I have to make this exactly at this moment, is on Tuesday, August 28th. We're back in Evanston. Uh, when the moon is conjunct a fixed star, uh, Shiat, and sextile this Mars uh, station direct. Can you say that star name again? No, I can't <laughs> because you're laughing and, every, and you're, you're making fun of me. But... It's at a 29 degree Pisces um, location in the, as the fixed star mm-hmm. in the constellation. So this, this is sitting right on my sun at 29 degrees Pisces. So the intention for this, and this is at 8.46 a.m., 8.46 a.m., which is central, central, Tuesday, August 28th. 
the intention to attract what is respected. Hmm. The, the, the mantra, I intelligently pull in a situation or a person where I'm respected for my strong will and courage. My mental game is on. Mm. I get to engage here with, um, you know, the the thinker, the the mental image. So those are my two, you know, talisman I'm making. That's my ritual, and actually, what my ritual is, I've I've got the, you know, I've got my phone alarms set a, a half hour in advance. Um, my clays will be prepared, my cores, my razor blade, my sticks, my skewers, everything will be ready. I'll have my incense prepared, my candles, um, and go into exactly at this moment that I mentioned and go into what I call um, Master John Douglas has a location repair meditation that, that literally clears the room I'm in clears me, clears the land I'm on, and brings uh, clarity from any past negative force. So I do what's called a location repair so that I'm clear, my house is clear, the location I'm at. Uh, because I tra- as we travel, you know, I'm going to be, we're going to be in somebody's house um, in Mount Tremblant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to clear all areas, including myself. So that's part of my ritual mm-hmm. on all my talisman making. I love it. So I, love, I also know that meditation well. It's a great one. So we our use it past, a lot in our workshops. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. In fact, we just. I just. You had the weekend off. Well, kind of, sort of, not. <laughs> no, that's right. You did some not things. Really. <laughs> well, you weren't doing an event. I was right. at the local. I had a small degree of work. I was at the local Body Mind Spirit Expo held here in Skokie, Illinois. Uh, it's the show that's the closest to us. So it's literally 10, 15 minute drive. And it's uh, a place where I get to see a lot of my my friends, my people that um, mm-hmm. always are like, oh, wow, we haven't seen you in a year. So it's my one show that I really enjoy. Um, And actually, it's funny because it was at this show that I was bold enough to grab. Well, I'd I'd say, can I see your phone? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't grab it out of their their bag or purse. Because we have a little bit of poll marketing where... You know, we'll kind of invite people in and just discuss what we do. And we have so many different aspects to our company. And so I was, was pushing the podcast, you know, because you had made this beautiful marketing piece, the mm-hmm. sign, and people saying, Oh, you're doing this. I said, You know, yeah. And they were like wanting to take a picture of it because you have directions on this signage how to sign up for how a to podcast. sign up. And if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> so literally, I'm thinking, Oh my God, if these people are anything like me, procrastinators that or sometimes just forgetful i remember there's so many times in a day when i'm like oh i gotta remember to do that doesn't never happen so i grabbed their phone i said just give me your phone because i know how to do it now i'm a you know double millennia i think that's what i'm called now oh okay okay we'll do it um and i literally take their iphone or android and i just boosh 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 and i've i've (laughs) 
Yeah, just like that. <laughs> is that what it sounds like? Yeah, that, when push, I do push, it, push, it does. Push, push. Okay. Um, and, and automatically subscribe them. So, you know, welcome for, the, for you that allowed me to grab your phone and hit this a couple times. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, you just now and, are stealing phones to have people subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, I'm, I feel comfortable <laughs> with that Whatever means now. necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, looking for subscribers. So, and our next show starts tomorrow at like, we, we begin our trek at yes. seven thirty a.m. Our on tomorrow. the road show because this is our on the air show. So yeah. our on the road show to Mont Tremblant, and it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, it's just I think north of Montreal, and mainly French speaking. So we had to redo <laughs> all of our signage in French. So I'm I'm getting a little crash course on how to speak French. Um, and let's see. It's another so, Wanderlust Festival, yeah. and we love our Wanderlust Festivals. I mean, truly. So we'll be doing workshops every day, and we're going to be talking about the moon signs. I did post up on Instagram a little kind of showing of what we do at our workshops. You did a really nice video, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I added yeah. it and got it up on the website. Thanks, Mercury, not being in <laughs> retrograde anymore. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we're going to be there for four days and well probably really six days but we're going to be teaching for four mm-hmm. yeah so if you're um come by I'm, i'll be doing 30 minute readings mm-hmm. um along with teaching the moon signs the moon phases in everybody's chart so yes that's and one of all our of our workshops. workshops are sold out yeah we did have a couple openings but a couple weeks ago those were gone unfortunately Yay. So it sounds like another busy weekend, which we're all ready for the yes. last week of Mars in retrograde. Yes. Um, do mom daughter talk. You want to, you want to do this? You want to start this? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think we wanted to talk about just how crazy this Mercury retrograde was for us. I mean, I, I think it was like, what, a couple years ago that on Instagram, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. I'm going to start like a retro rant so that everyone can, you know, because there's so many people on a daily basis that complain about Mercury retrograde. And we aren't really those types of people. We we don't blame everything on Mercury retrograde. We're not, oh, well, it's Mercury retrograde. But we give actually, it importance. Well, right. We pay attention to it. Anyone that has a Mercury retrograde in their natal chart isn't that affected by it. And certainly the people you like don't have me. A Mercury retrograde. No, but I have Mercury in Pisces. Which is... It's, acts like it. <laughs> Mercury on crutches. <laughs> I mean, Mercury in Pisces is like, yeah, la, 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 la. But, you know. Yeah. And um, so so basically, this is our ability to just complain about how crappy this Mercury retrograde was for us. Um, not only have we needed to p- replace both of our phones, we need to replace our computers as well. Yikes. And the intercom system. <laughs> what was that about <laughs> that the other all, day? All of a sudden the the speakers started screaming and it was it was just this this loud message of everything. Um, you but, literally when I came home from the show that day, literally the whole speaker system 
the intercom system was laying out oh, like, like we had like a mechanic and, there or something. Yeah, parts of the <laughs> parts of the CD player, the motor just kept going over and over and over, which I think was freaking out the speakers, and it was. It was a terrible sound. So I had to take off all of the little facades, off of the intercom system, expose all the motherboards and all the things that I don't know anything about, and call the service tech guy. And he pretty much walked me through how to take out the uh, CD player, how to do all of these crazy things that I've never done, um, which was great. And even to do that during a Mercury retrograde, it was just kind of extracting out that motor that wasn't working. Um, also, you know, our computers were kind of freaking out. Yours was jumping up and down. Your jumping screen. up and down and being like about 102 degrees. Yeah. It was so hot. I would literally, Alex, the day that you saw me put a cold rag on my computer. Oh, no, 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 not just a cold. It was a wet cold oh, rag. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how you get a cold. Okay. Cold water on a rag because it had a fever yeah. or something. You were... <laughs> You were treating the computer as if it were your baby. Because it is everyone's babies, right? Yeah, maybe just give it an ice bath next time. That would be a good idea. So, um, But that's done. We're done. Everybody's done with Mercury Retrograde. Let us know your stories. What issues did anyone have during this last time? Now, we won't get that again, uh, shall, shall we say, even. It's the week before Thanksgiving. We'll talk about that then, but it, we don't we don't have it for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's the one planet that goes retrograde often, you know, every four months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we should be used to it by now. But you know, and usually Mercury retrograde doesn't affect me. It's just that you know, in my computer, and I needed a new phone, and I don't like this new phone because it's not my old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every yeah. time that I go in to get you know phones repaired or computers checked out. Um, I always ask them, you know, do you ever see an uptick during Mercury retrograde? And some know what I'm even talking about. Others have no clue. Um, yeah, I think that guy, we just passed him over. We're like, okay. <laughs> we both did the eye contact and go, let's just get our phones. <laughs> Next week, we'll talk about Mars moving forward in our mother-daughter talk about our next two-year plan. Yeah. Our strategies with it. And our past Mars retrograde. We've given you the information for this week. Go out and have a lovely week. Things are moving, feeling a little bit more secure and more grounded. Yes. Uh, This last week in August is going to be a nice one. Also, keep in touch with us on social media. We have Instagram. That's at intention underscore beads. Facebook, you can find us at Intention Beads. Check out our website, intentionbeads.com. Also, if you're in the market... Something special. Yeah, this is a special offer. We rarely, rarely discount any type of any type of items or readings. So this is exclusive to our podcast subscribers. If you're interested in having an astrology reading with the one and only Sandy Reeby, then go to our website, intentionbeads.com slash podcast. There you're going to find a button and that button will bring you to the scheduler where you can get $20 off a reading an hour-long reading. The password that you need to enter is Jazz Fuzz. It's our 
podcast producer. So Jazz Fuzz, J-A-Z-Z-F-U-Z-Z. It's all one word, all lowercase, and you want to go to intentionbeads.com slash podcast. Thanks again. See you there. Ciao. Bye.